someone in comments on one of my videos asked, well, who's doing the work? If everything is just happening, no one's doing anything, then who's doing the work? Who's doing the inquiry? And then they said, this is where I get caught up. So what I want to point out in a very simple way about this non-doership business is it's not a problem. So in the moment, if you're doing inquiry, for instance, you're inquiring into what it is or who it is that's aware of a thought, or perhaps you're inquiring into the nature of perception and form, for instance, whatever the inquiry is. If in that moment you're thinking about this, you're thinking, well, there's no one to inquire, so then I'm confused because who's doing the inquiry? That's thought. That's just thought. So don't worry about it. Return to the inquiry. If you're conceptualizing non-doership, if there's a conceptual framework or conceptual understanding of non-doership, but no direct insight of it, then more thinking about it isn't going to do anything except yield more thinking. So it's a moot point in that sense. If the insight is clear, this won't be a problem. You won't even be conceptualizing that. It's just obvious. And then inquiry just happens. It's no big deal. There's no need to think about who or what is doing the inquiry because it's very obvious that that's not the right question. It's trying to nail a nail in with a screwdriver or something. It's like nonsensical. So if the insight is clear, you won't even be worried about it. You won't be in your head telling yourself, well, there's no one here and nothing to do or, or talking about it to others. You won't be, you know, using the non-dual dialogue about how there's nothing to do and no one to do it, etc. Because what's obvious is obvious. And when it's really obvious, when the insight is clear, there's no reason to talk about it. It's not a concept. If it's not, if the insight hasn't landed, it doesn't help you to conceptualize it at all. It's just not skillful in a sense. Now, you could inquire in your direct experience if this is what's interesting to you into something like who or what is choosing thoughts. This can lead to a first awakening if you really drill down into your experience. If you notice a thought arising, and then you notice another thought arising, and then a further thought, and then look for that or who seems to be choosing those thoughts. Really look closely. Can you find anything? Can you find anyone? So you can turn this into an inquiry. But again, if you're conceptualizing, using it to fuel doubt in a sense, or if there is just a bunch of doubt, it's not helpful. That's thought. It's okay that it's there, but there's no need to get caught up in it. Just recognize, oh, I see. There's a thought that says, I'm confused. Return to inquiry or return to this or just let go or don't do anything in particular because there's no one to do it. But again, if that insight is there, if the insight is already has already dawned, this is just isn't a problem.
So I wanted to make this very simple because it seems to be a complex issue often when you're grappling with it, but it's not. It's as simple as saying, don't worry about it. If you're thinking about that, that's just your mind getting a hold of you. Just your mind kind of running, <laughs> grabbing the non-duality ball and running. But talking about non-duality, believing non-duality, believing there's no one there is not at all the same thing as insight. Direct insight to the nature of this. Direct insight into the nature of identity, of self. It's a profoundly, profoundly different thing. So like always, it's important early on in this unbinding process to move beyond conceptuality, to realize the answers aren't in thought, and also to realize the doubt is thought. The answers aren't in doubt either, and the answers aren't in analysis. That's an important recognition, and if you realize that in a deep enough way, you'll realize what you take yourself to be in that moment is the doubter. What you take yourself in that moment to be is the one who's analyzing. And if you look closely enough there, you'll realize something very important. That's an early insight, but it's a very important insight. Sometimes I call it first awakening. So that's not the same thing as a thorough realization of non-agency or non-duality. But people mix this up a lot because of the terminology. I think some people don't even necessarily have that first shift and still believe the non-dual, you know, narrative <laughs> that's become pretty um, prevalent online. So don't believe narratives. Don't believe anything anyone else says about this stuff. Any of it. You've got to find out for yourself. And you know you've got to find out for yourself. That's why you're here. So move beyond thoughts and concepts, and then you're already beyond the narratives, whether they're old narratives, new narratives, contemporary narratives, spiritual narratives, non-spiritual narratives, narratives about there being no self or no doer. You got to move beyond all of those. And it's such a relief to move beyond all of those. And of course you can. It's in your power. <laughs> the truth is right where you are. You just have to look in a place you haven't looked before. You have to look in a way you haven't looked before. Or look in a way that you are not used to looking based on the momentum of thought, the momentum of mind and concept. Because the mind, or let's say the ego, is very agile. It can grab onto anything. It can grab any ball and run, including very radical messages about spirituality, non-duality, any of it, anything I say, anything anyone says can easily be turned into a concept and it will. That's not what we're talking about. It's just a flash. Seeing what's not in that realm of concept. It's not in the realm of I have it or I don't. It's not in the realm of I understand it or I don't. It's not in the realm of I doubt or I don't doubt or I'm certain. It's not in that realm. It's closer. More simple. More immediate. More right now. This is what we're talking about.
I won't tell you, come back to the now because there's no distance. No one's ever left the now. It's more like, look who, look at who it is that feels like they need to come back to the now. Look for what it feels like to be you, the one who's curious, you, the one who doubts. Look at where that actually is. Find it. And don't look with tension and struggle and frustration. Look with curiosity, simply, in a very simple way. Very, very simple way. You'll often start by looking in very complex ways. That's okay. Exhaust that. Realize it doesn't work because complex ways are always mental. Complexity is mental. So you'll kind of exhaust that. You'll get tired of that. Your mind will get tired of that. Start looking in simpler ways, something very simple, something very like right here, very immediate, very like don't have to go out to it. Taking a backward step is a nice way of saying it, but you're not even taking a step backward. Take no step. Take the zero step. Don't step. Don't move. Don't move your mind and just see right now, very simply.